The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. I'm busy untangling my mic at the moment. Welcome to Channel Mom. So glad to have you. I do hope that you tuned in for a particular reason that has to do with what you're dealing with as a mom today because we're going to help you. Uh, I'm going to start with the story. I was running around the house today between 6.30 and 7 a.m., and the scene kind of looked like this. I took both dogs outside to the backyard. Then I chatted with my husband about dinner plans and how to work it around our daughter's volleyball game. I went upstairs to help my daughter get ready for school. I made her lunch because she was running late due to the fact that today is crazy outfit day, whatever that is. And her brother had to pick up a friend whose car was not working, so that meant that she had to get ready earlier so that her brother could leave earlier. I had about a two-word conversation with my teenage son. I went back down to bring the dogs inside, fill their water and food bowls while my husband was watching the news on the television. Okay, so while I was filling the water bowl, my daughter asked if I could go run outside with her and grab the cereal bowl that she'd left in her brother's truck the day before. And so I did that. I followed her out in my bathrobe, my slippers, and my bedhead hair to grab her cereal bowl. And, of course, my slippers are getting wet because it rained last night. I come back in the house. My husband was turning off the television, preparing to go to work. I walk into the bathroom where the dog's water bowl has been filling for approximately seven minutes. And, yes, you guessed it. Every mom out there knows what happened. The water bowl overflowed. The bathroom was flooded and everybody else was pulling out of the driveway while I started toweling down my bathroom. Uh, (laughs) Then I thought, okay, it's all right. It really is. Well, I should not make myself a doormat or be the Cinderella of my household. A mom's job description is full of sacrificial acts. Moms do what I did this morning. Every single day at all hours of the day. Moms truly are beautiful servants. When we can manage not to be resentful about that and we can remember that we're appointed to love the little people and the big people in our lives for God, to nurture them, to grow them, to teach them, to train them, to forgive them, and to make the world a better place by doing all of this, it often feels like we're the only ones sacrificing, but it's worth it. It's such good stuff. I would not trade it. And God has made me a better person through my mothering and the sacrifice that comes with that. Do you know that moms are the primary people, in my estimation, who wash people's feet? Probably more than anybody else on the planet. And that's exactly what Jesus asked people to do before he left the planet. Wash people's feet. And moms are the ones down on their knees doing that more than anybody that I know as part of their job. So moms love and serve people in that sacrificial way. 
And now I'm not talking about overindulging your children or your husband, but I am saying embrace the sacrificial service that comes with being a mother. Try to not feel sorry for yourself. Try to not feel put down and overlooked. Try not to feel overwhelmed by all that you have to do for all the other people. And it seems like nobody's doing anything for you. Just remember that you truly are beautiful in your motherhood. And I don't know that the planet would continue without moms. Okay, so speaking of the fact that moms are caregivers, always pouring out and rarely being filled, does that sound like you? Well, today's show is for you because we're going to discuss three ways to overcome being overwhelmed. We'll discuss how you move from being overwhelmed to overjoyed with the help from a book, help, I'm sorry, from a book made for women warriors and an incredible conference right here in Denver. But first, maybe you feel overwhelmed by your marriage, like you may or may not make it, or maybe you just need a boost to get back on track. We've got the marriage coach for women here in the house with us today. She believes that women are seeking new ideas and strategies to change, improve, and redirect their marriages. She knows about this personally because she almost lost her marriage before it was saved. Donna Burgess has now transformed her marriage trials and triumph into a ministry to help other women who are struggling in their marriages from a women's per- woman's perspective. She calls herself the marriage coach for women, and she has some tips and an upcoming event where you can personally get help. Welcome to Channel Mom, Donna. Hi, Jenny. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you. Okay. So we don't have a lot of time because I had to tell moms how wonderful they are, but we were going to get to all of it. Um, you have an incredible story, and I, and I think moms p- need to hear that you're not perfect, that you don't have the perfect marriage, that you went through a, a horrible struggle to get where you're at, where you really wanted to help other people from what you've learned. Absolutely. So tell folks, and you've got three or four minutes to tell your story, okay. what happened that made you want to help other people with their marriages? Well... When my husband and I had been married about 18 years, um, we went through uh, what I would call a classic midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob doesn't like to call it that. He feels like that gives him a societal out. But that's really what it was. And just through some lack of communication, we really opened a door for Satan to get in there. And what happened is... I like to use the example of if you have three plants and you only water two of them, one of them is going to die. Mm-hmm. And during this very acute period of time, very short period of time, about six weeks, I was focusing a lot of my energy on our daughter who was going through some major struggles with depression um, to the point of t- taking an overdose. Mm-hmm. And God totally got me there in time where we were able that she did not lose her life. Um, and I was also going through a major software conversion at work and I was working a lot. And I remember having this conscious thought of, I'm focusing on these things, but we've been married a long time. We're good. Bob's a big boy. He'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And I, but I didn't communicate that to Bob that, Hey, for a short period of time, I got to really focus on these things. I love you. You're important to me. You know, just stand beside me while I do these things and we'll get back on track. I didn't actually voice that. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, Satan's telling him she doesn't care about you. She doesn't love you. You're not important. She's giving all her energy to these other things. And he never communicated to me that he felt slighted. He just listened to the enemy. And negative voices. mm -hmm, Exactly. And, um, Long story short, he met another woman in a chat room. 
Um, they did not have a physical affair. She lived in another town, but it definitely blossomed, friendship blossomed to the point where he didn't think he wanted to be married anymore. And, uh, and that's what he told me. And he said, I don't want to be married anymore. And I remember challenging him and saying, I believe if you cut off contact with this woman and rededicate yourself to our marriage, that God will give you astounding feelings for me again. And he rose to that challenge and, and through God's grace and, you know, obedience and forgiveness and compassion on both our parts. Um, we've been married 32 years. Oh, congratulations. So wasn't he about planning to leave town to go meet this woman? He was, yes. And then you interrupted that somehow by saying, by actually, just in time, kind of. Actually, yes. Um, that morning I um, wrote in my prayer journal, I said, God, just use whoever and whatever you have to to save my marriage. And her mother called. And told you. And told me that what they were planning, which was still a couple of weeks away, but she told me what they were planning. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that mother. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad she was a mother, by the way. Yes. A good mom, by the way. Um, I, I had you on and our upcoming guest on today because I know that women, especially this time of year as we're facing the holidays, get overwhelmed by all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. by their parenting, by their marriage, by maybe the fact that they're a single parent, by their life, by their finances, by a whole ton of stuff. So I thought, well, I'm going to have Donna on to encourage people that they can save their marriages or just reinvigorate them. Yes. So, so I want to do two things before we have to say goodbye to you. Number one, what do you think the biggest struggle is that you've seen when you talk to folks about their marriages and how you had to get over your hurdle? Mm-hmm. What do you see people struggling with out there? I, I really believe there's two keys to a longstanding marriage. And the first, it sounds trite and cliche, but it's communication. It absolutely is communication. If I had communicated what I was thinking and Bob had communicated what he was feeling, we might not have gotten to the place that we did. Mm-hmm. And so communication um, and, and some are just, um, you know, just little tweaks that we'll talk about at the conference on how to rephrase something so that your husband can really hear it because often they don't hear. Yeah. I, and I've discovered that. And, and uh, so two things, Donna has an upcoming conference. We're going to tell you about how you can get help from her personally uh, at a very low cost way. Um, I've discovered that men, Sometimes I think women avoid conversations because of the anticipated conflict, because the men aren't necessarily going to take what they say in the way they say it, the right. way they want to. Right. But you're going to help them tweak their words because men hear things differently. Like yes, I can do. look at a car as we're going down the freeway and say, "Ooh, I like that car. And my husband will take that as an insult. Like he doesn't have me in nice enough of a car. Um, now, mind you, he does have me. In, he bought me a used Land Rover, so I'm a very blessed woman. But um, still, he could still be hurt. Right. And I didn't say that to brag. My point is, my husband is very good to me, but he might still take something as right. an insult. So in the, in the next two minutes, just just tell women how you can help them tweak their language for their husbands and then how they can find you and your conference. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, one of the things in the conference is we'll... I have an exercise where I have three different ways to teach you how to talk like a man. Oh. And and so um, one very simple example is that women will phrase things in, an observ- in a non-threatening way that men see as an observation. So if a woman says, honey, I, I, the light bulb's burned out at the top of the stairs, 
she really means, will you change the light bulb? Oh, and it makes men crazy when but, you won't just say right. it. But what he heard was, oh, next time I go downstairs, I better be careful. It'll be dark and I might trip. Because to him, it was an observation. So three days later, when the light bulb's not changed, <laughs> she's frustrated and he's confused. Okay, we got to get to the conference. Yep, so. Okay, so tell folks how they find you, your your website or whatever, and where the conference is. you got about 30 right. seconds. Okay, so the website is um, the marriagecoachforwomen.com. The conference is October 24th, and the and then the second session is November 14th. They are not. They don't build on one another. So if you can't come on the 24th, you can still come on the 14th. October 24th, November 14th. Where? The Ptarmigan Building in Ch- at Cherry Hills. So, so here in Denver. Yep. Here the in Marriage Denver. Coach for Women. We have people who listen to us nationally, so they could mm-hmm. also find you and see yes. if there's a way that you can help them. Absolutely. The MarriageCoachForWomen.com. Yes, ma'am. Donna Burgess, thank you for having Thanks, us. Thanks, Jenny. And, and or, you know, being here with us. Uh, I pray that you can bless people who are really struggling in their marriages because women need what you have to share and you've been through a lot so you know so thanks for being on channel mom okay coming up if you are feeling overwhelmed by the approaching holidays and all that you're expected to do and all that your family needs and all that your friends need and 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 all that you want to be uh we have a guest who's here to help you overcome being overwhelmed stay tuned for channel mom an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We're so glad to have you here with us today. I do want to remind you, if you're going through Breck, or to Breck, rather, to go skiing, I, I would love it if you'd stop by my friend Chip's little restaurant. It's a cute little small-town restaurant, very down-home, good old-fashioned cooking, right by the river in Bailey, Colorado, along 285, the Cutthroat Cafe. Please go visit Chip there. He's he's literally a, a fabulous proprietor. He just loves on everybody who comes in there, and he's he's such a great host. So go see Chip. Okay, look, I did this show today because I know that moms begin to struggle this time of year with all the pressure on them to keep all the balls in the air, to keep everybody happy, to buy all the right gifts, to do the Halloween thing, which I don't even like that much, but to do the Halloween thing, to do the Thanksgiving thing, to do the New Year's and the Christmas thing. Obviously, Christmas very key in our world, but It gets overwhelming, and then the mom doesn't get to enjoy the time. So I'm going to introduce very happily our next guest because she's going to give you three ways to not be overwhelmed in this season. She's an expert on the walls that women build around their hearts to keep each other out, their husbands out, the world out, and maybe even God out, especially when they're under stress, I think. And this is the time of year that ramps that up. She established a growing network of groups called Jericho Girls to help women pull down those walls and live with more freedom. Donna is also an author, The Walls of Warrior, or The Walls of a Warrior, Conquering the Fears of Our Hearts. And she founded the Overwhelmed Women's Conference to restore your strength and nourish your soul. And this time of year, it's sponsored by the Jericho Girls. It's coming up on November 7th. I wanted you to know about it. But more than anything, I wanted Donna to kind of give you a preliminary view of what she's going to help you with at this conference with her great speakers. Uh, Some tips 
to help you not be overwhelmed because, man, this time of year is tough on women. So welcome to Channel Mom, Donna Hetzler. Did, hey. Do I say your last name right? I you did. You that's time. a tough one. I so know. thank you for having yeah, me, I'm but that's a to tough one you. to get off the tongue. I had both you and the other Donna on today because I thought I just want women to be reassured that there's help out there for them this time of year when things get overwhelming. And it takes a toll on marriages. It takes a toll on parenting. It takes a toll on the pocketbook, all of it. So, so just tell me about your heart for, for women, for their hearts, the way in which they shut off the yes. world, how they shut down. Let's talk first about how, you know, you wrote this book because you worry about the heart of women and how they cut each other off and they cut out the world and they protect themselves to the point that it's negative in their lives. So talk about that. And then I want to go to the overwhelmed thing. Certainly, Jenny. Uh, my heartbeat, as you know, we, we share the same heartbeat, is yeah. for women. And what that looks like is just taking women by the hand and saying, we can do this, supporting each other in business, not competing against each other, and being this great force, yeah. this force in the world. Can you imagine the enemy just shaking in his boots if we were for each other each and every day in everything that we do? It would change the world. And so that's my heartbeat. But women are afraid. They've been hurt. They've been through experiences and they're not trusting, including myself. When I went on this journey, I was speaking with some women, some close friends, and they said, what's the biggest need within our group? And one of them said, well, we have a hard time asking for help. And I said, true, but why? And the other one says, it's because we have walls. And I really stood back with that. I was like, walls? Are you kidding me? I don't have any walls. Mm-hmm. And we went on this journey to discuss different walls that we put around our hearts. And what we found is that you're right. We have walls with God, walls with our husbands, you know, with girlfriends, fears construct those walls. And so what we need to do is join forces and be more transparent, more authentic, do life together in a trusting environment. The other thing that is big on my heart is being a steadfast woman and one that can receive, you know, some input from other women. And that's tough because sometimes we become that little girl balled up in the corner, like she hurt my feelings, you know, or she said this, but what I'm finding is I'm growing in wisdom and strength and it's taking a long time to do it. It's a slow, tough journey. But as I do it, I find that I want to be that steadfast women, woman where I have other ladies in my life who are speaking into my life with truth and grace and be able to say, you're right about that, even though I don't want to hear it. Or even though that's difficult, you know, to face, you're right. You don't need a bunch of yes people in your life to say, you know, oh, sure, you're doing great. And that'll be a wonderful idea. You know, I need no people in my life to direct me and to guide me so that I can really be successful and be who God has called me to be. Yeah, I, I think women in particular, I think maybe sometimes more so than men. They're so worried that if another woman looks better than them, has mm-hmm. a smaller dress size than them, a nicer car, a nicer home, better looking kids, whatever it is, kids yes. with more awards, that somehow that wrecks them. And it doesn't. Mm-mm. We're all made uniquely. And, and we can really, sometimes I think you're right. If we get together as a group and support each other, we're better together. Yes. You we're know, force. Yeah. Then separated. Mm-hmm. So the overwhelmed idea. Now we've got the conference. We want to tell women about that. But but when you came up to me, we were both at uh, this meeting that we go to monthly, the Christian Women Business Owners Organization or yes. you know meeting. 
Um, you said, you know, I, I just want to help women this time of year because they feel so under pressure and so overwhelmed and they lose the meaning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then they're all thinking, I should have done this and I should have done it. I forgot about this and I, and I didn't even enjoy, you know, God and Jesus and I didn't even enjoy the church service because I was worried about the meal or whatever. So to talk a little bit about what happens to women and the three tips that you would give them as a precursor to your conference to help them with this issue. And we so need it because not even during the holiday season, but all year round, we find ourselves overwhelmed, especially as moms. Yeah. You know, so we can just say yes too much. You know, we're we're not able to say no. Um, We can just overwhelm ourselves with everything. But the thing that that God really put on my heart was that we miss the season because we're so busy doing. We want the house perfect. It's got to be clean. We've got to have the company. We've got to have the dinner party, the perfect gifts. We got to get everything for the kids. And And special events for the kids. Like, oh, I got to do the nativity calendar. I got to teach them a special lesson. We got to do the thing with the oven. I don't even remember. Oh, that might be Easter. But, you know, all (laughs) all the different things that you have to do for your children, too. Yeah. Right. And so we find ourselves just bombarded with all those things and overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden we're in the new year and we're going, wow, I missed it. I really Mm -hmm. missed this great event, you know, Christ coming to earth. To love us. us. To love us and just to be, you know, so just to be in that moment, in that season. Well, and women love love and they lose love during the season. You're so right. So please give me the three tips so that moms today can see what you're up to with, with overwhelmed and how you're trying to help them overcome being overwhelmed. Three little tips as a little tidbit before they can also sign up for your conference. Absolutely. So the first one is to be content right where you are at. So many of my mom friends will say, you know, if I can just get through the terrible twos, if I can just get through the teen years, and they're just projecting, you know, I want to be here to be happy or to be, you know, less stressed about things. Be content right where you're at. You know, God has called you to the greatest ministry of all, which is motherhood. And so just to be in that moment, even in the difficult moments when there's fits or tantrums or whatever, and not to wish, because there's never going to be the perfect season. You're going to get past that season, and then there's going to be something else that That's comes so true. You know, in, into your life. And so it's so important to be content right where you're at. The other thing I suggest, I have a success coach, Alice Kreider, and she's going to be at our conference. I'm so excited. She's going to do a group coach successing group session on us and it's going to be amazing but one of the things she's encouraged me to do is to do find successes every single day so at the end of my day I might just take 30 seconds a minute and I write in a little journal about a success now some days that success is oh god I made it through the day sure that was a success because you know I, I, I got through all of that but I've also found that as women, we beat ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, talking to Alice, she said, you know, there will always be a success. And if you feel like you can't find one, ask God. He'll show you what the success is. And so I had uh, something in my life where I, I really thought it was a failure. I had a rejection. And I, I just said, okay, I'm going to turn that around and make that a success. And so I wrote in my journal, I said, this is a success because it's obviously not where God has called me to be. And it's just a totally different way of thinking. So if you can take just a couple minutes out of the busy day and just write a success and and just really celebrate and be thankful for those successes. Well, and moms have all kinds that they overlook. 
Yes. Just that the fact that they, they cooked a meal to nourish their children. There are moms all over the world that mm-hmm. can't even do that. Right. Because there's no food or whatever right. it is. Or just that they hugged their child or they taught their child to forgive a friend or what. Those are huge successes, but moms Very don't big. give themselves credit at the end of the day. That's right. So what's tip number three to overcome being overwhelmed this time of year? So tip number three for being overwhelmed, and there's so many. I want to share all of them, but yeah. if you come to the conference, it'll be great. There'll be more, yeah. Tip three is to give yourself permission. You know, as moms, we pour out, we're caregivers, and we never give our ourselves permission for different things. So it can be anything. So give yourself permission to say no and not bombard yourself with too much. Give yourself permission to say that was good enough. Sometimes as moms, we feel like we're failing, like, oh, you know, did I say the right thing? Or yes. is, is this? I replay stuff at oh, night all the time. Over yeah. and over in our heads. And so, you know, did I say the right thing? Did I respond to my teenager the right way? And so just give yourself permission to say, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And, and this is okay. Yeah, And to good. say no to others or whatever that permission to fill up, to come to the conference. Yeah. And instead of giving out all the time to fill back in so you can overflow to others. So give yourself permission too, and and those three tips will help you to be overjoyed instead of overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah, yes. those are good. Those they they make me feel like I can breathe easier. Okay, we only got about a minute and a half left. How do people come to your conference? How do they sign up? You can go to my website, which is donnahetzler.com, and I'll spell it for you. It's D A W N A. H-E-T-Z-L-E-R dot com. Hetzler dot com. Yep. Or you can find us on Facebook at Overwhelmed Conference and you can like the page. There's all sorts of information, videos from last year. We just put up a video of um, this year and the reasons why you should come and who the speakers are. And it's November 7th no. from 830 in the morning till 2 p.m. Correct. And at where the is Valley it? Country Club in Centennial. Okay. It includes lunch for the day. Tickets are $39. It's going to be amazing. You will leave so refreshed and transparent. And mom, you deserve it, I think. So thank you, Donna Hetzler, for being on the show. I really hope some women sign up for this and and can be helped and and to get their heart where they want it to be this time of year and not feel condemned, but feel Mm -hmm. celebratory. Right. You know, for the sake of themselves and their children. So God bless you. Thank you for having me. Oh, our pleasure. Okay. So just to recap, you are loved because you are an amazing woman doing all that you do, sacrificing for your children, making the world a better place by raising your children well. God bless you, moms. We so appreciate you. Thank you. And I hope you have a very blessed weekend. Thanks for joining us for Channel Mom Radio. We depend on listeners like you to help us reach moms and families through radio and outreach. Check out two simple ways you can help. First, submit your mom question to be read on the air at Channel Mom. Simply submit questions on the Contact Us page at ChannelMom.com. Second, you can receive a CD of today's broadcast when you commit to a monthly gift of any amount to help Channel Mom serve moms through media and on the ground. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click Give to CM to donate. Be sure to note which Channel Mom show you'd like on your personal CD. Then we'll send your inspirational CD as our thanks to new Channel Mom partners. Channel Mom's mission is to provide media that uplifts moms and outreach partnerships that serve moms and families in order to share the love of God. View our past shows on video or listen to our podcasts on ChannelMom.com or share with us on Facebook and Twitter at Channel Mom. Channel Mom Radio. We're here for you.